You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that features three expert mentors who empower and inspire people like yourself to trust their inner voice, promoting awareness along their spiritual journey. Hello and welcome to the Psychic Jam. I am so happy to be here today with my beautiful co-hosts, Amber Price and Liz Throp. And today we are delving into a very interesting subject, into the mystery behind clients saying no to psychic information given to them. And I could so relate to this, right, ladies? I could oh, so yeah. relate to this, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, I've had where I'm sitting down with someone and I've had these experiences where you get this great big download and you're telling a person what you're hearing, seeing, sensing, and they have this very clueless look on their face, looking at you as if you're like on drugs or something. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, I don't relate to that. No, that doesn't make any sense. No, not in my life. And, you know, a lot of people say no before you even finish a sentence or they'll say no, 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 without really taking in the information they've already made up in their minds that this does not exist in their life. So we are talking about this because every single psychic medium empath that I know goes through this and it really causes some big issues. It causes different things to happen to the psychic where she loses her confidence or starts thinking, hmm, imposter syndrome, right, Liz? I mean, isn't that- Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. You know, I suffered from this um, severely in the very beginning uh, of my uh, journey as a psychic and and working with the public. I I suffered tremendously from it. and, And I believe that it's all part of the growth process for each psychic individually. Now, I can tell you from my own experience, the the very first time that I got a big fat no was my very first party that I did. Um, And I had a a gal come into the room and everything I said to her, she looked at me like I had three heads and she was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And she was getting louder and more angry. The, the thing that I was telling her was that she was about to meet three men and that she was going to have to choose between the three men, but she had been single for something like 17 years or something ridiculous prior to this. So for her to hear that this was about to happen, she was completely shut down to it. Didn't She couldn't accept that this was about to happen and was just, she was calling me a fraud um, you know, I can't believe you're you're even throwing this shit at me. And it was just like she was screaming it so loud that the people in the party on the other side of the room, on the other side of the door, could hear everything she was saying. I wanted to crawl into a hole and just evaporate there on the spot. Like I was oh, so man. mortified. And the 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 best part of this was the next person that came in the room was a fella and he he was like don't listen to her you know what because I ended up saying to the woman you know what clearly the connection isn't working here and so you know I'll just give you your money back like I'm I'm sorry I don't know what else to tell you we're not getting a connection I'm so sorry so I gave her her money back and she left the the meeting and this was about 15 minutes in so with that being said 
this fella who came in after her says to me, you know what, don't listen to her, Liz. She's she's overdramatic. This is the way she is. And you know what, I heard really great things about you. That's why you're here today. So let's sit down and let's just do this. So I ended up reading him. He did the opposite of her and was like, you're amazing and was yelling loud enough for the whole crowd to hear outside and did and did that you know really confirming the information that i was giving him and then went out and told everybody what what i had just shared with him so after that the party went smooth but i can tell you that first client i wanted out of there i i wanted to cry i wanted everything like every emotion of my body was like just vibrating so i'll never forget that day because it was my first party and it was my first no i i'd never heard it like that. I'd never been that, you know, attacked before. So I became very conscious of whenever I heard the word no, it was like almost triggering to me. I'm like post-traumatic stress. Well, it does, so, it does exactly. so lose, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. It, it does knock us back a notch. Oh, because, yeah. Because the thing is right away, your confidence goes right down the tubes. Totally. And you start to think like, what am I like, and then you start to think, wow, like, am I just saying this? Like, like, why? Like, exactly. Why? And then you start thinking, well, why would I even tell somebody something like that if I was exactly, exactly. Well, the, the story kind of gets a little bit cooler. And then about two or three months later, I get a phone call from this mystery woman who tells me that she was at a party in Toronto and I was telling her that she was going to meet these three men. And well, guess what happened, folks? She met the three men and now she needed to know which one to choose because she didn't wait long enough to hear that information. And so it was so hilarious. I remember just like my jaw must have hit the ground and I was like, oh, I remember you. Like I've had nothing but post-traumatic stress since I met you. <laughs> yeah, and you yes. <laughs> okay. And so when she called me to tell me that this had come to pass, it was like a big like, the skies opened and it was like this revelation <laughs> and that's when I learned that I needed to get outside of my own ego get past myself and that's when like it was like a, a lesson from my from my spirit team I guess I don't know but just to trust because I did have trust issues not just with my work but in my personal life so I had to work on trust right across the board right so this was something that uh, from that day forward, whenever I heard the word no, I knew that it was okay, that they could say no, that it didn't, it wasn't, it, I would work harder to give them the information. And, I've, you know, for the, for, I would say about maybe 80% of the people I could get to the answer that, that connected with what they needed to hear. And those that didn't connect, I always hear back from people always i'm always getting responses just last night i had a, a similar experience with a party that i did and somebody couldn't connect to a certain thing that i said and, and i got a message when i got home from them explaining that they figured it out so it it's just trust what spirit is giving you you know you're going to get to the uh to the to the purpose of why you're connecting with that person it's not about your ego and if you can step aside from the the fear that you have that you're wrong or that you know you're going to say something wrong and trust exactly what you're getting and say it exactly how you're getting it it will make a hell, heck of a difference in your readings going forward and i love what amber has has done she shared with us today and i'm like why have i never thought of that so amber i'm excited for you to share this with everybody 
Oh my God, I can feel the anxiety as you were telling that story. I could feel it. My empath self is sweating. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know what? I was, and I'm sitting here thinking about it and I was like, you know, people are going to say no to you, right? And that, I love that you pointed that out, that you had to do your own inner awareness work to decide why did I feel so triggered by this no? I mean, the way you described it, it was quite aggressive. So, I mean, I don't know that anybody I've ever spoken to has gotten that aggressive. I don't know. I think there's two separate problems here. (laughs) But But I think that, um, you know, when we were talking about this subject, because it does happen all the time and and our coaching in our coaching world, when we are helping others really lean into developing their own skills, those things come up. Like someone said no, and that freaked me out. And I didn't think I could continue. Then I started second guessing myself and all of those things, as you guys have said already. But I mean, I think about it as you're just the vessel, like you're just the medium. You're the one that's in between who is speaking through you to the other person. So um, I'll tell you, I had done readings at the beginning when I first started professionally, and I felt like I would go over time. Like if it was scheduled for an hour, I might be 45 minutes over because I felt in those moments like I knew that we would figure it out, but I was doing the work of working it through and trying to figure it out and get more information. And what it was doing was exhausting not only me, but the spirits and also my spiritual team. And one day, like I didn't do this for very long because it was just so draining. But I think that one day I just was working with my spiritual team and I, it, it occurred to me, no, I'm going to, I'm going to ask them to help me help them identify what's going on. So as an example, I have a client coming in and I explain my process to them. Here's how I work with spirit. Here's how you may experience my readings and how I do it. This doesn't mean it works for everybody this way. This is how I do it. As I'm speaking and getting everything ready, my spiritual team's coming in, their loved ones and their spiritual team are coming in. And then I say, I am not only asking my spiritual team to come and guide me and help me, I'm asking your spiritual team to come and help you so that you have an awareness. But there was one day where someone was saying, no, no, no. Like it wasn't like what Liz experienced. Um, It was more like you could see the wheels turning and they were trying to, you know, like, okay, I got to figure all this out. And you could see them trying to work it out. And they were like, <clears throat> excuse me, like, no, uh, no, I don't think so. No, no, no. And I just said to her, I said, listen, I was like, okay, let's take no out of the equation. I understand you can't think of it right now. I said, but as soon as you tell the universe, no, you're actually setting up an energetic field that is of refusal and resistance. So now you're not 
opening to the communication that is coming to you. So could you imagine speaking to your friend at lunch and every time your friend said something, you put your hand in front of them and said, no, 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 every time because you didn't understand what they were saying or it didn't make sense to you. So that's what happens. I always I always feel like our spiritual team and our loved ones are just like sitting here having a tea with us, talking to us, and how would I want to interact with them? So instead of saying no, because I don't understand and putting up that energetic resistance, that's going to block it all. Um, I am going to say, okay, I need more information. So what I do as a psychic medium is then I say, okay, we're not understanding this. Can you show it to me in a different way? Right? Because they're communicating with me through my signs and symbols and my awareness. And maybe I need to get it some other way. And so I used my spiritual team to not only set the intention that we are not even bringing people the the word no, um, but that their team, my team are all going to work together in synergy to be able to create this experience that someone has waited for, has maybe paid for, has been like excited about and or really needs because their soul really needs it. So let's make the best out of this experience, right? You always get out of something what you put into it. But I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? You are the person in charge of this experience. Like as the medium, you are in leadership in this moment. They have paid you. They have employed you. They have hired you to provide them a service. I don't go to the dentist and the dentist asks me, do you think you have a cavity? Do you think you want a filling? I don't understand. Can you tell me how to fix this? No, I don't. No, none of that happens. I am entrusted. Because I was thinking, I'm like, no, I'm going to you because you're the dentist. You're supposed to know what the hell's going on here. Um, and, And so I feel like that's the same. That's the same privilege and honor and responsibility that I take on every single time I work with someone, whether it's psychic, medium, empath, Reiki, energy, whatever it is, I take this responsibly and I and I am going to do my very best. If I don't understand something or someone who I'm speaking to doesn't understand something, there's no place for ego in this. There is, let's find it in a different way. Let's write this down and circle back. Let's try to figure out if this is even for you. You may need to take this home with you and it makes sense to your husband or your mom instead of you because now they're using this opportunity to connect with you because you're in front of them. Like you're in front of them right now to receive this message. So you're in this leadership role. You have an intense, insane responsibility to show up for your client. You are not supposed to waver in your um, confidence about no, because you are going to learn that trusting in the universe is your role. It is your responsibility and it is your Um, awareness and knowledge through experience that guides that. So you no longer become triggered by no. You no longer become, you know, worried about trying to figure it out and people please your way through this thing because that is just not good in many other ways. But when we're in this situation and you are a medium that's faced with the no and you are triggered by it, what Liz said, do your inner work and reflection as to why. And then consider asking your spiritual team for guidance and help and their spiritual team for guidance and help. And then also understand that you're in this position because you are being tasked with your soul's purpose to provide this service to humanity. 
And the person that's sitting in front of you is the one that's supposed to be sitting in front of you. And together you will just get through this experience and make it what it's worth and what is supposed to happen. Does that mean that during the excitement and all the stuff that's happening with someone's mind and emotions and physical and human self that they're able to receive that right now? No. And I, and I really love my husband for this because I do this every day. I am very well versed in how I work with energy. I understand how spirit talks. I get the language of spirit. But when I say something to someone and I get that stare of like, I don't get what you're saying. For example, if I say I'm connecting to your father, Gerald, he passed in May and was born in July or seven, right? The month of seven. And they say, I don't know who that is. And then two seconds later, I, I they say, I was hoping to connect to my father, Gerald. He just passed away in May or whatever I said. Like, you know, and then I just said, so I, you have to be able to hold space for your client because there's so much going on within them that they may not even know what you just said. And my husband pointed that out and said, Amber, like, babe, you do this every day. This person has been waiting and is excited and like they're hoping that these people come through. And like, yeah, you might have just said that exact and then they repeated it back because they didn't hear you. But they but it's overwhelming. Like I can only imagine the emotions that are going on. And so I love that he puts that into perspective for me um, when when I needed it back then. And so I think of that often. I think of, OK, I, I've got to make space for these emotions too. The human self has to be honored in this as well. So those are the things that I do when I'm working with a client. And because of my methods in this way, I don't really, really hear no. And when someone does go like, oh no, I can't place that. They literally follow up with, I'm going to write that down and I'm going to figure, like, I'll come back to it later. Now, um, in my, my mediumship sessions, well, whatever session you, you take with me in specific, I do a lot of teaching about energetics and spiritual communication in those because I want my client to come in and not control the session with their expectations. I tell them how I've set it up, how I work with it, because I'm the one that's being tasked with the responsibility to provide the service. So do not let your client dictate control or take over how you communicate with your team or your loved ones in spirit, because you're going to get confused. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to shut down. It's going to take it in a whole different direction that wasn't intended. So stay in your power. You know how you communicate. You wouldn't want someone else, some other stranger coming in and dictating how you communicate with your children or your husband. So don't allow it with spirit. Allow the space, though, for people to say, well, it's not my mom, but it's like a woman who was a mother to me and her name was this. Like, allow those things. But when someone starts saying, I don't know what you mean or this this isn't what you mean or, well, when you see a cardinal, this is what it's supposed to mean. Don't allow someone to take you so off track that now you start to um, disintegrate your confidence aura, right? So those are the things that I wanted to to say about that. And so there's, it's just a, it's you learning how to work with spirit. And once you get that solid foundation within yourself and you trust the journey, because let me tell you something else. When you think you have this figured out, you'll figure out you don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <true. laughs> 
it's all about the journey, not the destination. It's all about the journey. Every so often I will get another upgrade and another upgrade. And when I say upgrade, I mean a deeper awareness or a heightened sensitivity of of an ability that I have. Or I've never had someone do this to me in spirit before. So I'm trying to learn what that means to me. And now I'm going through my own dictionary of things that I've experienced to try to get this this message to come. Um, And, you know, I've I always I see auras too. Right. So when I first connect to someone, I'm like, okay, your aura looks like this. Um, But just even just the other day, I saw one that looked totally different. It looked like a painting. And so I was like, wow, that's so cool. I've never seen an aura like this. So just just keep an open mind yourself. Okay, don't get so rigid. Oh, I think that's amazing, Amber. And, you know, the same goes when you're doing large audience uh, readings, because I know that I've had that happen. And I always Mm -hmm. set up my audience before I start giving out messages, because I think it's so important to let them know. So I have this funny story that I always share with the audience about not calling me on Monday morning and for having the courage to really be open about what we're talking about. And it's really difficult for some people to talk in front of others. But if you're going to go to an event and I'm going to pick on you, I expect you to respond to me, not to go hide in the corner. (laughs) And so I'll have people say, well, no, 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 no. And then they'll call Monday. Oh my God, that was me. Yeah. 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 So I tell people right straight up, I will not remember Monday morning. You need to speak to me (laughs) now. If you're too shy, please don't come and see me after after I'm done because I won't be doing any readings after I'm done. I'm going to be saying hello to people, but I'm not going to be like expelling any more energy. So you really need to do that. So if you're a client, you're going to see someone for a psychic or mediumship reading or any type of energy session. Just with all of the information that Liz and Amber have given us, just be open to receiving. Don't be so quick to say no and have an open mind because recently I did a reading for a lady and I said to her, I said, you know, I see someone who's sick and I said, they're talking about A&W. They just went to A&W and they were talking about pierogi. She goes, what are you like? Are you on drugs? And I said, oh no, my. this is what I'm hearing. And she, we both started to laugh because oh God. the way she said it, it yeah. was funny. Actually, yeah. she wrote to me the very next day and she goes, geez, it's so funny how this happens. But, you know, I was just talking to my sister who has been under enormous stress. She's been going through um, something with her husband. And it's interesting because I spoke to her about the reading and she was at A&W drive through And she says she was just on the phone with her friend talking about how to cook these pierogies she had just bought from the pierogi princess or something. <laughs> Gotta love it. And I... <laughs> You know, I responded and I said, you know, spirit has really strange ways of getting through. But she goes, no, as a result of that, she says, you know, she, she responded back. She says, no, as a result of that, she's decided to go for counseling because she knows spirits around her. And she, uh. for her, this was a sign for her to do something about the stress she was going through. And so if you have it in your heart, just say it. Don't be afraid to say what you're hearing, what you're sensing, what you're feeling. Express your emotions the best you can. If the person doesn't understand, try to elaborate. As Amber said, working with your team, 
give them as much information, tell them to have an open mind. Sometimes we're reading the past, sometimes we're reading the future and we don't know it. And so sometimes we don't know the time frames, but just to be open to it and not to let that no trigger you and to make you feel as if you're not good or you have, as Liz said, this imposter syndrome. Don't let that get to you. At the end of the day, you're there to serve. You're there to be that go-between, as Amber said. You are the medium. You're there to provide the information that you're given and not to take on anything else. Ladies, this was such a great subject. I want to thank you great so subject. much yeah. for all of your great energy today. I loved it. And if you have any questions or if you think that you're going through imposter syndrome or you want to improve your reading skills or if even if you're a client you want to learn a little bit more about psychics and how they work we have some great resources on our website at the psychicassociates.com until next time guys we'll see you real soon have a great day everyone bye, bye everyone bye thanks for listening in if you liked our podcast or would like to learn more about us please visit our website at www.thepsychicassociates.com or visit us on our socials on Facebook or Instagram at The Psychic Associates.